Hi, everybody. This is Wintry. This is the Fantasy Wrestling Talk Podcast. It's the only podcast dedicated to fantasy wrestling. If you're a return listener, thank you for listening. If you are a first-time listener, basically what I do is podcast. I compare WWE television, Raw, SmackDown, pay-per-view, and I compare it to playing fantasy sports. I know a lot of you people play fantasy football, and by now it's like week seven or eight in your league. You're out of your league. You have nothing else to do. Well, now's a great time to jump in any fantasy wrestling league that goes on. There's all kinds of half-season leagues, quarter-season leagues, month-month leagues, whatever you want to do. But my podcast is the only podcast that will help you win with the information to win your fantasy wrestling league. If you've never heard of this podcast before, basically what I try to do is I try to keep this under 15 minutes. Always I will keep rambling on and how much I hate carrying cross. Um, but anyways, without that, I like to tell you the three things we learned during the week. They might have to do with matches, but kind of three things you should pay attention to in terms of fantasy perspective. I give you my top three fantasy studs of the week. These are wrestlers that had a good week in terms of fantasy points and or fantasy matches or however you want to look at it. And if I have studs, I have to have duds. These are wrestlers who had a bad week in terms of fantasy. Um, either they lost matches they should have won or, you know, I give a reason why they're in the top three list. I also give a review of my picks for last week's starts and sits. I also do predictions for this upcoming uh, Raw and SmackDown for starts and sits. Also, two starts, two sits. And I like to end it with the fantasy wrestling set of the week. Usually, it has to do with somebody that had a match during the week or something that happened during the week that kind of you didn't really pay attention to, but kind of it's just an interesting note. Anyways, so without further ado, um, anything I have to tell you now is includes the uh, Raw, SmackDown, and the Crown Jewel uh, pay per view that just happened this weekend. So, you know, that's just my um, recap of what happened during the week. So let's go over the three things we learned during the week. Um, number three is the Creed Brothers. Uh, Julius and Brutus debuted on Monday Night Raw. They beat the Alpha Academy. Uh, they actually are a good, fundamentally sound tag team. They're probably going to join the Alpha Academy and be like a little faction or whatever. But if you need a new tag team, if your league does fantasies, leagues where you have to have a tag team, they're not going to win a title anytime soon, but they're going to win the matches. They're going to get quality opponents, so you may want to jump on them if you can. Uh, number two thing we learned during the week is Logan Paul won the U.S. Championship off of Rey Mysterio. This means that SmackDown has two part-time champions, Roman Reigns and Logan Paul. This kills me. If you have anybody in fantasy that's on SmackDown, um, basically you're not getting any title matches. You're not getting any title opportunities. And you basically are fighting for the two hours of TV time as compared to the three hours in Raw. Uh, there's, I, I could quit, summarize it as fast as I can. Is back, uh, the Fox network doesn't want uh, wrestling on anymore of the programming. So WWE is punishing them by not having champions on their television set. There, I summarize it. That's all you need to know. Uh, but if you have anybody at SmackDown, you might want to jump off of them and see if you can get somebody on Raw, just because then at least you have an opportunity to get a title. And number one thing we learned in a week is Carrie Sane um, is back. She <sighs> helped EO Sky uh, successfully defeat uh, Bianca Belair. Uh, there's a little rift already between uh, Bailey and, EO and um, uh, Carrie Sane. Whatever. They're going to slowly milk this as long as they can. But it looks like 
Io Sky's going to have the title for a while, and she's got a new little protector. So um, good for her. Good for Io Sky to be back in the league, and that's something you need. Uh, it gives a little more depth for um, your champion on SmackDown. Even though it's already a loaded roster, it's very good that you got more um, different wrestlers and more different attributes that you can jump on that can get more matches. Even though I said there's not a lot of um, fighting time you can get in the two hours, she'll get her TV time because she knows how to wrestle, and that's all you need to know. Okay, as for our fantasy studs of the week, there's a lot of matches to go between uh, Raw, SmackDown, and Fairview. So let's go with my top three fantasy picks. Uh, fantasy studs of the week. Uh, number three is Seth Rollins, successfully defending his world title against Drew McIntyre. I have to say number three in the fact that this is a good quality opponent. Um, I'll make sure you talk about the not cash in later. But him winning straight up against Drew McIntyre is one of the best opponents you can have. That's why I have him as my number three uh, fantasy stud of the week. Uh, number two I have is Logan Paul, who successfully won the U.S. title from Rey Mysterio. I would say this is an upset. I said before this is a no-win situation in that Logan Paul is not going to be on TV or if Ray kills any credibility for Logan Paul as a credible wrestler. And they went with the uh, Logan Paul uh, winning the title. There's a little bit of a storyline of Santos Escobar leaving the brass knucks in the ring. Uh, Logan Paul found them, and he hit Ray with them. Doesn't matter. Logan Paul won the match. I think it was like a toss-up match. So that's why I have him as my number two fantasy stud of the week. My number one fantasy stud of the week. This is, without a doubt, one of the best weeks you could have for fantasy. It's if Rhea Ripley, she successfully defended her title in the Fatal Five Way um, on um, Crown Jewel. Listen, she probably wasn't, she was probably the favorite going in, but she had too many competitors um, that had an outside chance to win this match. So uh, more likely she's just going to lose it than to retain it. But she surprised everybody by winning the match. So if you had Rhea Ripley, you racked up a lot of points by not only defending your title, but winning a specialty match in a fatal five-way. If you have fantasy studs, you have to have fantasy duds. These are wrestlers that had a bad week in terms of fantasy. <sighs> Number three is Damian Priest. <sighs> not only did he lose to Cody Rhodes at Crown Jewel, but he also tried to cash in the money in the briefcase on Seth Rollins. Sami Zayn interfered. and um, Priest didn't get a chance to cash it in. This was Priest's best chance to cash in the money briefcase. I don't know when he's going to get another chance to do it. Maybe some WrestleMania. I don't, like I said, I don't know when that's going to happen. But I have never, I have three Damian Priest for uh, Fantasy Dud of the Week just because he tried to cash in the briefcase. It wasn't a, a failed cash in, but just he was his best opportunity in a while. Uh, number two is I had um, the Brawling Broods, Holland, and Butch. Now, the reason I have them in number two is because they lost their second match in a row to Pretty Deadly. And that, that, that can be excused, but this is their specialty match. It's an old-fashioned Donnybrook match. Basically, no rules. It's set up like a, um, an Irish bar. This is the match that they're tailor-made to win. Okay? This is, this is their equivalent of a Viking rules match. Um, with the Viking Raiders. They don't lose this match. Well, Holland and Butch lost this match. So this kills what little credibility they have left as a tag team. They're not really that good as a tag to begin with, but this is a match they should have won. And the number one fantasy dud of the week is J.D. McDonough. 
listen, he lost on Monday Night Raw to Seth Rollins. He lost on the pay-per-view to Sami Zayn. He went 0-2 for the week. And I, either have him judge, join the Judgment Day or don't have him join the Judgment Day. This storyline has been dragging on, and all he does is keep racking up losses after losses. Now, if anyone wants to explain to me the last time he won a legitimate match, be my guest, but he hasn't won anything in a while. He has to win something, or he has to get out of this Judgment Day storyline. Do what's the old expression? Shit or get off the shit off the get off the pot. Well, that's what he has to do. He has to do something where it's either going forward Judgment Day. I can't even talk, or go by himself. And he is with this Judgment Day storyline. He keeps racking up losses, so he has to either do something one way or the other. That's why I have him as my number two, number one fantasy dud of the week. Okay. As my predictions of starts and sits for this week, they included Raw, SmackDown, Fairview, Crown Jewel. I said to start Roman Reigns against LA Knight. I said LA Knight's not going to win the title. I was correct in that. Roman Reigns was a correct pick. I said to start Cody against Damian Priest. Cody won that match. Priest wasn't winning. I was correct in that. I said to sit Shayna Blazer uh, in the Fatal Five-Way match. I said she's one of the least likely competitors out of the five. There's only five, but technically I didn't like her chances. I said she wasn't going to win. I was correct, and that's it. And I said to sit John Cena against Solo. I said Solo needed this win more than Cena did, if you listened to the podcast last week. And I was correct in this, so Cena sitting was the correct answer. So I was 4-4 four for four, four, four of my predictions. Uh, Roman win, Cody win, Shayna Blazer loss, and Cena loss. As for this week coming up, actually starting tomorrow, first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to start um, the Creed Brothers. I think they're going to fight again on Raw. I don't know who they're going to fight. It doesn't matter. I'm going to take them as a win. It could be anybody. It could be uh, New Day. It could be Viking Raiders. Whatever. I'm going to take a win. I'm going to, I think they're going to extend their winning sequence in their debut. Next thing is I'm going to start Becky Lynch. I think she's going to have her, her match against Zia Lee. If they have this match, Zia Lee is in a no-win situation. She's not. She just beat out Candice LeRae. But she wants to take a Becky Lynch. You think she, you can go from Candice LeRae to Becky Lynch all in one week? I I don't see that happening. If they have this match, I don't know if they've gotten to, but I'm going to start uh, Becky Lynch. As for Sit, I'm going to sit Santos Escobar. I think he's going to have some kind of apology speech to uh, Rey Mysterio saying it wasn't his fault, blah, 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 blah. Um, I don't think Santos Escobar is going to have a match this week, so I'm going to sit him. And as for Candice LeRae, I think she's going to sit out this week. They got to kind of um, build up her injury that um, Zia Lee is a credible wrestler again, which isn't, isn't the case. So I think Candice Array isn't going to have a match at all. So I'm going to sit her. So start the Good Brothers. Sit. I'm uh, sorry. Start the Good Brothers. Uh, start Becky Lynch. Sit Santos. Sit Candice Array. As for the fantasy wrestling stat of the week, even though they both won on the pay per view, with now they both have two. Logan Paul and Roman Reigns have the same number of wins since the day after WrestleMania, which is kind of weird because Roman Reigns is your tribal chief, Logan Paul is a YouTube star, but, and they both have a title. But they both have two wins. That doesn't sound very impressive. And the fact that Roman Reigns is 2-2 two and two on pay-per-views and Logan Paul is 2-1. and one. So you can say what you want about Logan Paul, but he's just as, he wins just as often as Roman Reigns. So if you took Logan Paul... In your fantasy league, which I, I don't think a lot of people did, because I said stay away from him. He's not going to do anything. 
I would be wrong because he's just as valuable as Roman Reigns. So even though, even though you could be worth something to something, somebody, YouTube star, if you had the same many wins and matches as your world champion, Roman Reigns, you're just as equal in everybody's eyes as fantasy. But if, if you look at it through blinders and you just look at stats, look at Paul, just as valuable as Roman Reigns. You may not seem like it, and unless you're in some kind of crazy league that does like appearance points, nobody does that. Um, but there are some people that do. Roman Reigns and Roman Paul are basically equal. So as much as I'd hate to say it, that's what you got to deal for for fantasy. Okay, anyways, that's it for this this week for Fantasy Wrestling Talk. Um, they didn't really announce too many matches. I know there's a number of contenders match for Gunther. Uh, I think they're going to have another. Uh, I think they're going to continue the Grayson Waller-Miz uh, storyline of them turning Miz into a face. And they're eventually going to have Waller versus Miz. And um, they didn't really else announce too much else besides that. Uh, if you want to go back to my old podcast to see how my predictions were. And remember, you can spell Wintry, that W-I-N. Thank you for listening, and uh, enjoy the rest of the week. Thank you for listening. Bye.